Welcome to Commas. Commas is all things tech. Culture and technology coming together. Life hacks. The practicality right now in the inefficiency of the internet of buying and selling stuff is extraordinary. Entrepreneurship advice. I think the first thing is you got to understand your business inside out. Love and tech. We've almost reduced dating to kind of this very momentary snap of a person. It's going to be a fire show. I have yet to see something these days that's truly differentiated. New advice and new inspiration every show. It really is about the next generation of creators going faster, further than we did. And now, Sequoia Blodgett. Now let's start stacking them commas. On this episode, we're going to hear from Abu Fofana, the lieutenant of marketing who teaches individuals how to promote their products and services and turn them into profitable businesses. And I'll tell you what my experience has been like being a part of his marketing accelerator. Entrepreneurship advice. (laughs) Learn from the hottest and most successful investors, founders, and innovators in the game. Determine your greatness. It's time to get your knowledge up. Okay, okay, for sure, for sure. What's poppin'? We've got Abu Fofana on the line, marketing extraordinaire. Abu, how are you? I'm doing all right. What about yourself? I am doing so good. So I'm super excited to talk to you because I feel like a lot of people are starting businesses and they're launching and they are opening the doors to no customers. <laughs> and I feel like you have the solution to that. Yeah, no. And, and I think that's, that's exactly it. We have this mentality of what well, we have an idea. We have to protect this idea. We have to work on this idea alone. We create this idea and then we realize, wait a second. We need customers to actually sell to. And so I see a lot of small business owners, entrepreneurs get this wrong, right? They, they, they have this mentality of let's build the product and people will come. But, but that doesn't work. Um, you need to understand who your customers are as you're building. You need to know who's going to buy before you even build. And so um, I see this happen all the time. And um, it's something that I'm, that I'm uh, currently addressing. I love it. So before we jump into all the things that you have going on, because, I mean, you are doing it to a major level. Like you got me completely clear about marketing, whereas before (laughs) I was very confused. So before we jump into all that, I want to know a little bit more about your background. So how did you get into marketing? Yeah. So um, most people think I've been in marketing for the last 30 years. (laughs) They they think I'm some sort of guru online, but I'm not. I've been in marketing um, and I didn't major in it, uh, but it was just always something that interests me, the way that people and messages resonated with different individuals, especially with the rise of social media and how people could portray themselves a certain way and brands could connect with their customers a certain way. Um, But my background, you know, started back in undergrad where I started my first business at 17, just selling T-shirts. And the way I did that was by vending. But I had I realized I needed a better and more efficient way of doing that. And so I got into marketing. I started teaching myself outside of the classrooms, really started uh, looking at what other businesses and brands were doing, whether it was printing out flyers, putting up posters. And so I did a lot of guerrilla marketing because that's what I understood until the, the rise of social media. And then I went all digital. So how did you learn how to do digital marketing, though? Because I know when I jumped in the first time, I was like, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> all my money is leaving my pockets and then it, none is coming back. So how did you learn? Right. So I think I'm, uh, you know, I, I had this weird thing where every summer I try to teach myself a new skill. And just that summer, I, you know, decided I was going to teach myself 
ads and Morse code. Now, don't ask me about the Morse code, but I ended up learning, you know, through just just by doing, watching YouTube videos, um, going to read about blog posts, uh, signing up to meet with like people who were marketing experts just to pick their brain, right? Paying for that time and really just diving in. And, you know, when, you know, I went in, I went two feet in to really understanding what was happening in the marketing realm and everything went over my head. Right. So it was a lot of trial and error until I really felt comfortable with it. But it didn't happen overnight. It really didn't. It was a few years until I really could grasp this digital marketing aspect. Because, again, at that point, Facebook only came out with advertisement, I think, back in 2008 and then Instagram a few years later. So it, it wasn't always around having access to data, digital, the things that you like and comment on always wasn't around. And so I saw this white space as a college student. Like, wow, businesses are going to be using this tool and they're going to need visibility. So I might as well, you know, stop learning this digital marketing as a skill set. What was your first step? Did you go to Facebook first? Did you say, all right, did you try to boost a post for like, what did you do yeah. first? So my first step was uh, I went into my savings <laughs> without my mom's permission <laughs> and, I, and I took $10,000 out. Oh. Um, and I, <laughs> I used all that $10,000 on running ads. I just thought I, I was smart enough. Remember, I was in college, right? So I, I thought, well, if I could make it to college, I must be smart enough to figure this out on my own. And so I, I took $10,000 and I made $0 back. <laughs> I wasted all ten k, but it was a great learning experience for me because uh, I learned how not to waste $10,000 again, right? And so I sort of learn by doing, and, and, and so I don't advise that, right? Don't take a, a large sum of money into something you've never done before, no matter how smart you may think you are. Um, and then after that, I went to YouTube, and then I started running ads for other local businesses because I ran out of money, and so I needed someone else's money. <laughs> so I started running ads for them and, like, getting, you know, returns for them and so forth. That is insane. I love that you're like, I took $10,000. I'm like, I'm mad at 500. I'm like, where did it go? And why is it not back? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's perfect. So at what point did you decide, I want to start this marketing accelerator? The, the idea dawned on me about a year and a half ago when I was in Mexico. I was hanging out with one of my friends, uh, Regina, by Regina. She's amazing. But I was hanging out with her and we were just talking. She was like, Abu, what do you want to do? Because at this point, I was running a marketing agency, right? And so that means that I was actually doing the marketing for companies. They would hire me on, and I would come and I would run the ads for them. I would create their strategy for them. And during my time in Mexico, she was like, well, it seems like you're sort of burning out, right? You're, you have all these clients, but it's just you. Maybe you need to grow out a team and start managing people. And I was like, ah, I don't really want to manage people. And so I, I did that for two years. I really burned myself out working insane amount of hours. Although I was getting paid and I was making good money, it, it wasn't ideal because I, was, I really wanted a lifestyle, right? I wanted to be able to uh, make enough where I didn't have to work as hard as I was. And so a year and a half ago, I had this idea, right? Regina and I were talking back and forth, and she had suggested something similar to what would essentially be the marketing accelerator. She's like, well, why don't you bring people together, you know, maybe do it in a group setting and teach them at least the fundamentals so that way you guys could speak the same language. And I was like, yeah, maybe that's exactly what I'll do. 
And I talked myself out of it when I got back to the States. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Maybe that's not a good idea. Let me just continue running my digital agency and running ads for other people. It wasn't until, you know, I, I made a pivot early this year in January where I was like, you know what? Let me actually start the marketing accelerator, right? Like, let me work with entrepreneurs and business owners who wouldn't be able to afford me on the agency side, but actually teach them how to fish, teach them the skill set to be able to run advertisements and get high ROI, be able to be successful. And so that was the start. And most of us do that, right? We have these ideas, but we get in our own way of starting it. But when I eventually re removed myself, I was able to start you know, this, this marketing accelerator that's been amazing over the last, you know, few months since I've been running it. And let me tell you guys, it is amazing. Like when I first signed up, actually, so you and I met at a conference in New York. Right. And I, so I've always in the back of my mind knew that my missing component, because I'm great at content, right? Like my career started as a music video director. I can create content all day long, not a problem, right? So I always knew that the missing component for me was marketing. And so when I was talking to you, even though you probably had no idea when you were like, hey, we were talking about Daniel Leslie and a couple of other people in the space. And you were like, hey, yeah, I do something similar. And when you were like marketing, I was like, ching, <laughs> like the light bulb totally lit up for me because I knew that that was the missing component. Now, what I didn't know was there were so many details. Like when I got into your accelerator, I was like, what? <laughs> like there were so many details, but it's so good because you don't just teach it from a high level standpoint. Like you get into like the intricacies of actually building out your funnels. You get into the intricacies of setting up your ads manager correctly and all the things. Right. And so what has been your feedback? Cause I know I've had an amazing experience so far. And the fact that you've only been alive for three months is, is incredible. What has been your feedback from your other founders up until this point? Yeah, so so the, the, the program, the, the way it's structured, the way it's built, it's supposed to do just that. It's supposed to introduce a, a topic to you. Sometimes you may be familiar with that topic, but not to the, to the extent of the granular level. And it's each module you complete is building the infrastructure. So you build the infrastructure once and you do it the right way. And once you do that, you don't have to build it again. And so that's why I get so detailed. But from the business owners that have taken it, one, there's so many women of color business owners that are in the program. Like we've already served over a hundred women of color business owners. Biggest feedback that I get, and people joke around, some of the founders call me the, the lieutenant of marketing, <laughs> but the biggest feedback is that it covers everything, right? That it gets so specific. And, and, I, and I like that. I like being specific. And people always tell me like, Abu, you're giving us too much value. Like you should be charging more. And I'm like, eventually, <laughs> but right now, you know, that I feel like I can't give you a piece of marketing. Like I have to really give you a strategy in order that you can execute and start getting results. And so the, the feedback's been super positive um, since I launched the Marketing Accelerator. And the great thing about it is I always update it based on where people are struggling. So when I'm talking to founders and they're saying, hey, I went through this section, I got it. And then when I'm looking at the homework or the exercises they completed, 
I'm also thinking, well, how can I make this a little bit better so they can get it even more? And so it's been a two-way street. And I literally haven't built it alone. I've built it with all the founders that come into the program. And that's why I keep getting better and better because it's just not me anymore, right? It's other, other people's brains, other people's experiences. That's really building out the modules, the content, and also the community of other business owners as well. What are some of the success stories that you've had come out of the accelerator so far? <laughs> right, right. So uh, it, there's, there's been a lot. And I, and I think that, you know, success is defined by, you know, people moving forward, being able to move forward, right? So for every founder, it looks a little bit different. But there's, there's one founder, for example, um, who entered the program and back in January. And in the last, you know, uh, uh, five months, he's already generated over $86,000. And he sells products. He sells uh, soap, right? <laughs> he sells skincare products. And I was like, man, I'm about to enter the, the, the skincare business. Right? <laughs> but, the um, e-commerce is crazy. <laughs> right, right. He's been able to make $86,000. And that's amazing. There's another founder who, you know, uh, before coming into my program, she has spent about almost like three to $5,000 on ads and got zero return. And over right the last three months, she's been able to make almost twenty thousand dollars. And so zero return, spending five k, but she spent uh, sixteen hundred and is about to hit twenty thousand dollars. She tried everyone else's courses, <laughs> and I remember she specifically sent me an email, a private email, said, "Boo, look, I'm all coursed out. I took so many people's <laughs> courses. Like, I need to start making money." And her first week running ads, she hit a thousand dollars in sales. And she had never done that before. And she was like, wait, this is real. Like, this is really real. And so we have uh, product-based businesses in the program. We have service-based business in the program. We have people that come in a program that just want to learn ads as a skill. And then they turn around and start running ads for other people and in an industry that uh, they feel they could add value to. So it's just, you know, an array of different, again, success stories about really helping people move forward in their business and thinking about sales, right? Thinking about monetization. So you don't need that $20,000 website, right? You don't need the best graphics in the world. Really narrowing your focus down to how can I make sales today, right? How can I make sales this week? How can I reach my monthly sales goal? That's amazing and super exciting because I I mean, the amount of people that you're servicing and I just know me alone, I'm just like blown away by all of the content. I mean, I literally was building a mini chat bot <laughs> before I came on the show today. <laughs> so for the founders who are interested what are some steps that they can take in order to kind of like give a sneak peek into the program without giving away too much information? Like what are some steps that they can take to kind of get like started? Yeah. So, so I think that when you're a business owner, you have to really take a step back and ask yourself, you know, am I making sales? Right. Um, there are things that I call non-revenue generating activities. And then there are revenue generating activities. Right. So first put into a bucket the things that you're doing on a day-to-day, the things that you're doing on each week. So go backwards, retrospective, and ask yourself, is this a revenue-generating activity or is this a non-revenue-generating activity? Once you can define that, then you can move forward and start asking yourself, am I making the sales that I want in my business? I'm putting in 40 hours a week, right? I'm putting in 120 hours a month. But at the end of the month, does my effort equal the sales that are coming in? 
And these are very hard-hitting questions. These require you to be real. And, and it's really starting to get you to think about, okay, am I monetizing? Am I making sales? Because as a business, you need to be able to make sales at the end of the day. So once you can answer those questions, then you can move forward to the next phase, which is really understanding and inside of the program, the five areas that we really focus on. In order to run successful ads, you need to have four other things really set in place. And the first thing is really understanding, you know, your your offer. What exactly am I selling, right? What's so unique about it? Is it that I deliver it on time? Is it that you know, I have X amount of experience in this, in this space. Is it that, um, you know, my customer service? So what is that thing that I'm selling and what makes it different? After you identify the offer, then you could go to the audience. So I know the, the product, I know the service, but what audience is it for? It's not for everyone. Most people make the mistake that when they market to everyone, they, they miss everyone. So what specific audience is this for? So not only the demographic, but what are their psychographics? What's the makeup of this audience? And once you can define that, then you can move on to the next step, which is really understanding the messaging for that specific audience, for that specific offer. So understanding, okay, what are the pain points? What are the objections that the audience is having, right, with why they're not buying or why they're not moving forward? So once you understand the offer, the audience, right, the messaging, then you could build a specific funnel for that offer. Again, you could build a specific funnel for that offer because you understand who you're targeting, you understand what message resonates with them, and once you have all four of those things in place, then you launch an ad. That's how a lot of the business owners in my program come up with high return on investment on the ad campaigns that they're running. That is in incredible oh my gosh so many gems so many gems <laughs> so really quickly what is the difference between a revenue generating activity and a non-revenue generating activity right so so that's a great question so uh let's say for example there are days where let's say i don't want to do work so i will um because i don't feel like doing work i look at the bottom of my to-do list and maybe it's saying create a canva design so i go in canva and I spent like three hours creating this design that actually should should have taken me 10 minutes, but it's because I'm avoiding, you know, the, the big prioritized items. So, for example, a revenue generating activity is what's the most linear path to a sale, right? Driving people to the website, sending out an email to your customers that you've already built versus right? Focusing on, you know, improving your website for the 20th time, focusing on spending $20,000 on building a website, right? Where you don't even have a proof of concept. So again, there's a lot of times we focus on things that have no association with generating income for our business, generating sales for our business. Rather, we focus on the other things, right? Like um, that, that just don't generate any revenue for, you know, our objective and how we're trying to move our business forward. So when you say that, then you're very specifically hinting on like just posting random posts on Instagram versus like posting posts that have something to do with driving traffic back to the website. So talk a little bit more about that and how you should be leveraging the Instagram and Facebook platforms. Yeah, so so a lot of times as a business owner, leveraging Instagram means to most people, okay, I need to curate my feed. I need to make sure the color schemes look good. You know, I need to make sure I'm going live every, you know, Monday at 2 p.m., right? So these are all activities 
but you have to ask yourself, do these activities lead to sales? And so a lot of times they don't. Like, it doesn't matter what your feed looks like. It doesn't even matter how many times you're posting. Like, these are activities that aren't associated with generating revenue. So when you're utilizing Instagram and Facebook, what I always often say is, you know, you, you want to utilize the platform in a way that you're running ads. Like, if you look at my Instagram right now, you'll notice that I've only posted once this month. <laughs> but if you look at the amount of sales I've driven, you can see I've driven over 50,000 in sales. So what's the correlation here, right? About 50K came from Instagram, but I only posted once. So I'm, I'm just proving this notion that you have to be super active on Instagram and you have to have a curated feed and you need to post at certain times. You know, really redefine your strategy by running advertisement. Anytime someone lands on my Instagram, they get a welcome ad video right? Anytime someone engages in a specific way, they get a different ad video, right? So it's always driving people to the sale. Hey, my name's Abu. This is what I do. I would love to work with you. Check out my landing page, right? Okay, you checked out my landing page. Hey, I just saw that you checked out my landing page. Here's a 20% discount code to schedule your strategy session with Abu. And so again, this is just redirecting people back to the main objective, which is to drive sales. I absolutely love that you said that because so many people get frustrated when they see like retargeting ads or if they see like, like if they're in your funnel and then they get like emails and emails and emails, but it's like, then you're just not my customer. <laughs> exactly. And, and you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with people unsubscribing, people unfollowing you. Like, again, if, if you're on and utilizing social media as a, as a business, as an entrepreneur driving sales. You, you got to be okay with that because they're not your customers and you just have to continue moving forward and focusing on getting more customers. I love it. How many, how much traffic would you say that you've gotten since you started like putting these strategies into place and like converting for your program? Yeah. So I, I would say a, a lot. So I, I recently did a case study and, um, and I posted on my Instagram, but it showed how I made a hundred thousand dollars by spending less than $4,000 on Instagram. Right. And so that means that I spent my, my expenses were 4,000 total. Right. I made a hundred K in sales and I pocketed right and profit $96,000. And so, and, and so again, implementing the strategies, I'm not posting all the time. I'm really focused on how can I add value to people that are looking to also monetize their products and services. I have this skill set that I've mastered. I can teach other people. Let me start getting my messaging out there because I know I can help people. And then when I helped a small group of people, I had more case studies now, right? So now I could put those case studies out there. I've helped someone. They've made money. They made new leads. They closed the sale, so forth. So then it just falls into a cycle because I'm building out the infrastructure where I'm driving people through a specific funnel with a specific message for that specific audience for that specific offer. I love it. And I love how you say you, you know, obviously have spent $4,000. I know people who spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on ads, but you actually have a start with like $5 ads going into it. So you don't have to have a whole lot of money to go into the process. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And um, yeah, that, that 4000 I spent was spending $5 a day. And um, but the reason why I, you know, tell a lot of the business owners that I work with to start with $5 a day is a few reasons. One, when I was in college learning ads, I didn't, you know, after I spent that 10000 <laughs> you know, I was more cautious. And I didn't <laughs> start have with a, a dollar. Money, so <laughs> I, was, 
I would spend like $5 a day. But you could also get results, right? $5 a day is a proof of concept. So you spend $5 a day. If you get a lead, if you get a few leads, if you get a few sales, then you have a proof of concept and you could start saying, okay, with $5, I made $100. So let me, let me try to bump it up to $10 now. You only actually need $5 a day to prove your concept of do people want your product? Do people want to download? Do people want to subscribe? Do people want to watch? And so forth. And so it, it's worked really well. And all the results that you'll see the business owners in my program have is just from spending $5 a day. So great. So great. So how do the founders who are interested in joining the Marketing Accelerator find out more about it? Yeah, so the, the, the Marketing Accelerator, one, you could uh, follow me on Instagram You'll see other, I'm very transparent in my, my stories. So I always post um, transparency of, hey, this is what this founder has done, right? And I always tag founders so people can reach out to them. So uh, you, can, you can follow me on Instagram at Abu Fofana. That's A-B-U-F-O-F-A-N-A-H to find out more. Or you could go to poweryourlaunch.com and um, you'll be able to find out more about the program to enroll. And if you're following me on Instagram, you could click that link in my bio and join one of my master classes, right? To really see the way that I teach and to really, you know, learn something. And then you could determine, you know, okay, his style fits me. And so um, go to poweryourlaunch.com, follow me on Instagram, at Abu Fofana, and uh, join one of my master classes. It's free. And then you could determine whether the program is for you. A boom drop gems for you guys. And I think so just to kind of give you guys a tip as to how we came in contact. I know we talked about it a little bit already, but we crossed paths because obviously I have the commas club and I've been in business. This is my not my first rodeo, but one of the things was in the first business. I was super confused when it came to like marketing and sales and like that whole thing, because my background has been that of a creative this entire time, right? So I can create amazing content that looks stunning, that's beautiful. But when it comes to marketing and sales, I'm like, what's going on? So essentially, when I crossed paths with him, I was hosting a tech conference in New York, Black is Tech, and he and I were talking in the morning and he was like, yeah, I have this marketing accelerator that's super dope. And I think that, you know, you should look into it. I mean, he wasn't that blunt about it, but essentially that's what it came down to because I was talking about commas and like all the intricacies and the things that I was having issues with in terms of growing it to where it needed to go. And he was like, I definitely think it has the potential, but we got to get you, you know, in the right pockets, right? And so going through that process and having that conversation with him, I was like, all right, let me look into this a little bit more. And it didn't take too much convincing. And that's the beauty of marketing right when you know you're talking to the right customer you're definitely talking to the right customer because you're not selling that person they essentially are hearing what you have to say interested in whatever your product or service is and know that that's a problem that you're solving for them and so from there they're like hey i actually need this right versus 
him coming to me and being like, hey, buy this, buy this, buy this. Like, he didn't even say, like, he had an, a marketing accelerator off rip. He was just like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And I was like, oh, I know somebody who's done something similar, Daniel Leslie. And he was like, yeah, I know her too. And so essentially, that's how we connected. It was very organic. It was not forced. It came in the sense of like, hey, this is what I'm doing and you should look into it type of situation and not necessarily like, I think you really need to do this, sign up. And so I think that's the beauty of having a good product or service. So now that I know that, I'm going to kind of break down to you guys how I got involved in the process. So once I got home, I was like, okay, look, let me look into this. Let me dive a little deeper and let me see exactly what it has to entail. And once I dove into it, I was sold immediately. And so then he did a live which essentially kind of triggered and kicked me over to the next side into making a solid decision. I had already mentally in my mind said, okay, this is what I want to do. But after that live happened, I was like, okay, now for sure, this is something I need to sign up for immediately because I knew that it was solving my problem, right? And so once I got into the accelerator, here's the thing. I had tried to run Facebook ads before. I tried to run Instagram ads before and I failed. Like I spent probably close to a thousand dollars running these ads, right? And what we've come to realize throughout this process is whether it be Facebook or Instagram, no matter what it is, paid advertising is absolutely a thing because now these algorithms have set themselves up where you almost have to pay in order to reach your audience, right? So essentially before you could post some content, you knew that certain subscribers or certain followers were gonna get that content and it was like, you know, A to B, right? Now it's like you post it. Some people may see it. Some people may not see it. You have to post it at a certain time. You have to do like all these tips to and tricks to actually get your content in front of your audience. Whereas now Facebook and Instagram knows that if you pay us, we'll put it there for you, right? And so it's come to that kind of, I would say, plateau where you have to pay. Like you have to pay to play. And that's where we're at in this movement, right? So I knew that if I didn't get myself involved in something that helped me to understand advertising very succinctly, then I would be in trouble because I wouldn't be able to get my content in front of the audience that it needs to get in front of in order to get the subscribers, get the members that we need for the Commas Club, right? And so... It was a decision that was a no-brainer for me. I'm like, I will invest in this because I know that I will get an ROI, a return on my investment in the long run, right? And so I signed up for the program. Like I said, I tried to run ads before. I did not understand the dashboard. I tried to use different analytical tools to help me understand it. I tried to use different management tools to help me understand it, and it just was not clicking. So even though I was spending a whole lot of money, I wasn't actually getting anything returned. Actually, I looked at my ad sets from prior, from the months before, and it, I, mean, I tried to run it like a year ago. So I would say, you know, prior to that, I looked at the ad sets, and I had spent a good probably $800 plus, and nobody converted from that, which is crazy, right? And so knowing that and having that at top of mind, I was like, I need to really learn the intricacies of this platform in order to make those conversions happen. So what I did was as soon as I signed up, I started to dive into all the content and all the materials. Now, the thing about it is 
he does not tell you to go straight to ads first because if you don't know your problem that you're solving in the market, which I was very clear about, but you have to position that in a certain way. And everything that you do leading up to that is going to basically carry your marketing messaging. So for example, Kama solves the problem of the people who are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs in the yeah, in the consumer-facing space, so whether that's e-commerce, marketplaces, SaaS, mobile apps, what have you, those type of people who are in that space and essentially they don't have a team, right? So they come to us and they're like, hey, we need somebody to show us exactly what we need to do to build a scalable business. And a lot of people have heard the word scale, meaning like you need to grow the business, but they don't understand the intricacies that it actually takes to scale a business. So for example, if I have a small, medium business and it's just me working in the beginning, I'm going to do certain things that are going to make the business grow, right? Then that means monetizing the business. I'm going to try to find my customer. I'm going to try to get sales. I'm going to try to do marketing. I'm going to do all these things to try to get the business to grow, right? And then essentially, as the business starts to grow, then you're going to have to add team members, right? And a lot of entrepreneurs end up in that very interesting space in the middle where they don't have enough money to pay somebody full time. So they're piecemealing this team together. So they're putting together... Somebody like that's like a marketing intern. They're putting together that's somebody that's like a, a VA, somebody who's doing customer service. Just these people because you have to have systems in place, right? So they're putting together these people in order to make it make sense. And what happens is sometimes you don't know who needs to go into those places and you don't know when that needs to happen. And then you stop focusing on actually generating revenue for the business and you're now focusing on, you know, actually hiring people and like bringing the proper team on and putting the proper systems in place and all these things, right? So commas essentially offsets that. So we help you throughout that process. We help you by bringing coaches on that'll take you through legal, finance, um, mental health, because that's a huge one when it comes to entrepreneurship, brand curation, and all of these things in order to get you to the point where you can actually go out and hire the team and you have all your systems in place and you essentially don't need us anymore. Like you can have us as a support system, but you don't need us, right? So we hit that sweet spot. So with that being said, I knew the value proposition of the company going into the process, and I just didn't know how to get it in front of the customer the way that it needed to get in front of the customer on a consistent basis, on an automated basis, right? So essentially what I had to do was learn. So I went and took the beginning of this course, and I'm like, okay, I got all the information in terms of value add, but the one thing that I really, really didn't understand and didn't know and have a solid grasp on, which every entrepreneur should absolutely know, is your numbers. And that's one thing that Abu focuses on a thousand percent. He's like, okay, you're going to need this amount of people to convert to this. You're going to need to drive this much traffic in order to do these type of conversions, in order to make this type of money. And it's so laid out for you in a way that's easily understandable, but you wouldn't know that unless you were actually involved in a program or a situation that was teaching you these things, right? And so that has been super effective for me. And then just learning the ads manager's dashboard for Facebook, right? The type of conversions that you can get are insane. Like people will invest $100, $200, and they're making thousands of dollars with their business, but they are doing that because they know the formula. They know what they should be looking for. They know 
know what kind of KPIs they should be looking for. They know exactly what kind of returns on their investment they should be looking for because they've done the math, right? And they know how the dashboard's laid out and they know what they should be putting in terms of input for the system to to actually get to their customer and to actually talk to the right person, right? And the way that that happens is a lot of testing goes on in the beginning. So I have a hypothesis going into that, back to the origination of you building your company, you know the hypothesis going into that, but you don't necessarily know if that hypothesis is true. So once you connect with the customer, you have an idea if that hypothesis hypothesis is true because they, they're buying from you, but you still have to test on the marketing side because you don't know who's actually registering that information, right? So you're testing different ad sets. You're def- testing different audiences. You're testing custom audiences, lookalike audiences, all of these things that you just would not know to do on your own. And so having gone through the program and having under a thorough understanding of how to build those type of audiences out and then test against those audiences against each other to see who makes the most sense for our company has been just life changing, right? And I mean, I would invest maybe $5 into an ad set in order to see if the ad's performing. And that $5 would stretch across time. It would go to like maybe $50 a week, maybe $70 a week until I saw exactly what the ad was doing. And then from there, I was able to kind of grow and scale that ad, right? And so that's the difference between a very successful company and a company that's failing. It's essentially sales. If you can do your marketing and your sales, then you're going to have a very successful company, right? If you just have content and you just have, you know, pretty pictures or a great website, or you just have an amazing app and nobody sees it, then it's virtually impossible to grow the company to scale, right? And so I think that everything that Abu touched upon is phenomenal information. You guys should definitely take that to heart, but absolutely check out his accelerator. It's one of the hands down most important things that I've done for my business thus far. This is The Plug. You know who's The Plug. It's time to get caught up on the hottest in tech. Keep it locked, you heard. With Sequoia Blodgett. I see you, little mama. There are constantly trends that are changing within industries, and we have to keep abreast of the information because as business owners, as entrepreneurs, as founders, we need to know what's going on all the time, right? And originally when we built up commas, we had the idea of making sure that we were giving you information around marketing, sales, publicity, basically how to get your business off the ground. But as we grew and we iterated, we found that that just wasn't enough. So what we did in order to enhance the services is we have brought you guys the Commas Club. What the Commas Club is, is it's an entrepreneurship community and support system for founders. So think about it like this. When you start a business, you don't have a lot of capital and you go into it. Sometimes you have a co-founder if you're lucky. Many times you're a solo founder and you go through this process trying to build this business and you end up being customer service. You end up being marketing. You end up being all 
of these titles, which don't allow you to focus on the main title in order to grow the business, which is the CEO. So what we've done is we've given you guys that opportunity through our platform where you can enroll onto the site and essentially we're your team until you can afford to hire one. If that sounds like you, reach out to us at commasclub.com. In order to keep the community exclusive and effective, enrollment opens a few times a year. So go ahead and join our wait list.